Mr. New York, Mark Simone. On 710 WOR. Well, Dr. Arthur Perry, he's one of the top plastic surgeons. He's got offices in Manhattan, New Jersey. You know, and he's been doing a show here on WOR for years and years and years. Very uh, popular show and a great plastic surgeon. Everybody has questions on this subject, so uh, he's the guy to ask. Dr. Arthur Perry, how are you? That's how good he is. He's probably operating as he speaks, uh, but we're furiously pushing buttons in there. <laughs> if you're 22... 82, everybody wants something done. It's very funny. You know, you talk to even the top supermodels of the world. They all got something they want done. And there's all kinds of new stuff that uh, people are doing, plastic surgery-wise. So he's the guy to ask. We'll see if we can uh, find him here. Something went wrong with the phone line. Uh, Are you there, Mark? Oh, there he is, Dr. Perry. I am here. Oh, very good. You know, through the magic of technology, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. How are you, Mark? Very good. Are you on the? You're not on the phone. You got like a direct line. A direct line right into your studio. That's how good this guy is. Look at this. He's got his own Comrex line to talk on. on. Well, you have to have a studio out in the hills, right? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, Back up what I was just saying. Everybody, I don't care if you're 22 or you're the most gorgeous supermodel, everybody wants some kind of plastic surgery. Uh, you've seen that in your practice, right? Everybody. You know, it's so popular now. It, it really is. But, Mark, you only have to watch the Oscars or the uh, the Golden Globes to see not even the best plastic surgery. And, and how about Nancy Pelosi a couple of days ago? Did you see that? Yeah. Hey, but that brings up the question. A lot of people want to do stuff. But they all know somebody who's got so much plastic surgery. God bless Joan Rivers. We loved her. But they all say, yeah, I wanna, it's too obvious. It looks too overdone. How do you avoid that? Well, you know, there's a, there's a real artistry to plastic surgery. You know, I teach at two different medical schools, and you can teach doctors to be good doctors. You can even teach them to have good judgment. But one of the most difficult things to teach a doctor is art, artistry. Artistry. Just think about this. You know, not every doctor can actually be an artist, and plastic surgery is artistry. And that's why you see so much bad plastic surgery out there. When you walk around the Upper East Side or you walk around Beverly Hills, you see these lips that look like ducks. You see far, uh, brows that are halfway up the forehead and breast implants that come up to the collarbone. That's not good plastic surgery. You need an artist to be your plastic surgeon. Yeah. But uh, let me just ask you stuff that people like to have done. Um, um, like uh, We have this uh, product now for the saggy jawline. That's a big thing. The jawline's a uh, little droopy. The neck is getting droopy. What, what can you do about that? You know, when you have a droopy jawline, there really are only a couple things that make a difference. There is liposuction. If you're, if you're uh, younger, let's say 30 or 40, liposuction can help that jowl. Uh, but as you get older, it's really a facelift that matters, uh, that makes a big difference. Uh, you know, the, the non-invasive procedures, not so good for jawlines or necks. They are good for improving the quality of the skin, however, and certainly great for filling in wrinkles around the lips and, uh, you know, those lines that you uh, you get as you get older and the gel, rather the uh, nasal labial folds and yeah. the marionette lines. That's what non-invasive procedures are good for. Now, do you do uh, Botox and all those filler stuff? Oh, yeah. I do that every single day. Botox is a godsend. Six and a half million people had Botox last year, Mark. It really does work. But we want to do it not like, uh, you know, that certain speaker the house had. Did you see that? Her forehead yeah. didn't move at all. We okay. Want but what about the Botox where your eyes, where you can't blink anymore? Nah, that's not good Botox. You no. see, it's easy to carpet bomb the forehead and just make it not move at all. 
but it's not so easy to get rid of the wrinkles but still have a little bit of motion. That's what we want, Mark. Now, if you do this facelift, like a real facelift, isn't that one of those things where you're still like black and blue for two weeks, putting ice on and... Uh... Yeah, you're going to hide. I mean, there's there's a there's a cost, and the cost is you have to stay in your apartment and listen to Mark Simone every day for two weeks. <laughs> you're really not going to leave the house for uh, two weeks. But after two weeks, you can put makeup on, and you can go about your business. You're not going to be in a wedding for maybe six weeks, eight weeks. You have to give it some time to recover. It's real surgery. Yeah. Hey, what about, are you going to the department store for millions of dollars, got all these skincare products that fix your skin, do all this, like the charcoal is a big ingredient now, and all this, but what does that really do? You know, charcoal is great in your fish tank. Do you have one of those? <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it works well to filter water. But, you know, there's often not a lot, lot of science in skin care. And a lot of people come up with these fantasy ingredients. And this year, it's charcoal, Mark. Charcoal. And, and, and here's where it comes from. You know, it comes from the fish tank. And from when you get poisoned or your child gets poisoned and they give you a charcoal to eat and it absorbs toxins. But to think that you're going to put charcoal on your skin... And and absorb the toxins from your skin is absolute fantasy. There's not a single scientific publication that supports the use of charcoal in skin care. But that doesn't stop all the companies from putting out their products. All right. Well, Dr. Arthur Perry, great uh, plastic surgeon. Uh, let me see. What about bags under the eyes? Big bags. Can, uh, yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're common. As you get older, the, the fat, which your eyeball actually floats in, Mark, that's how you get those bags. Your eyeballs float in fat. It's above it. It's around it. It's to the side of it. It's to protect your eyeballs. But as you get older, it kind of works its way forward and you get these bags, right? And uh, just think of uh, Mario Cuomo. Remember? That? Yeah. <laughs> he was the poster child for bags under the eyes. <laughs> he never had those uh, fixed, however. But we can easily do that. And it's called a lower eyelid lift. It's an outpatient procedure done with you awake. Yes, what? awake. Yeah. I don't want to be awake for that. Uh, you, you know, it's actually safer to be awake than, than asleep because... <laughs> You know, when you're asleep, a lot of people get nauseated after surgery. We don't want that after facial cosmetic surgery. So we give you some sedation, kind of zonk you while it gets numbed up. It takes about an hour to do your lower eyelids, and it really is a great procedure. You look so much better. We remove a little bit of the fat and a little bit of the skin, but you have to be careful because just as I said earlier, artistry is so important. It's so easy to remove just a little bit too much skin, and then you look like my basset hound. Yeah, no, we don't want to do that. Hey, but we all see some people that have obviously had some surgery and it looks like their skin is now plastic what is that from uh, it's just overdone cosmetic surgery you, you know it's not about how much we can remove it's about making you look natural and that's what i try and teach the residents and the medical students uh that come to the operating room with me we don't want to overdo it and uh, you know there's such a tendency let's just get it so tight it looks so great in the operating room but then you look like phyllis diller yeah you know and heaven forbid you look like her now but uh, <laughs> in the old days <laughs> you know she was one of the first celebrities to come out with cosmetic surgery and got an award from our national society for doing it but she really was overdone and so many people are overdone so the idea of good cosmetic surgery, Mark, is to have it done and have no one, no one know you've had it. Then yeah. you've had a good procedure. Hey, look at that Jane Fonda. That, she looks great. Whatever, whoever did that. 
that was yeah. excellent. Well, thank you. I was young when I did. No, oh. I, I'm not her doctor. <laughs> uh, but, you know, yes, she's had great cosmetic surgery. Barbara Walters has had great oh. cosmetic surgery. But then you think of the Kardashians who have made their buttocks, you know, their trademark, which yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. And these fads come and go, and we want you to look normal. Can you imagine what the Kardashians are going to look like in about 20 years when their buttocks start to sag and, become, <laughs> you know, look like a moonscape? Yeah. It's really ridiculous. Well, I hate to say we're out of time, but now if people want to come. Oh, you can first you can listen to Doctor Arthur Perry. Tell everybody when the show's on. I'm at six o'clock on Saturday nights. You used to be opposite me, and thank God you're not, because people would listen to you, not me. Oh yeah. Six o'clock on W O R Saturday evening. Six o'clock Saturday night here on W O R. And if people want to come uh, to your office or see your website, where do they go? Well, you can uh, go to my website, which is PerryPlasticSurgery.com. That's PerryPlasticSurgery.com. I've got an office on Fifth Avenue in Midtown and in Somerset County, New Jersey. All right, PerryPlasticSurgery.com. Listen to Dr. Arthur Perry, 6 o'clock Saturday nights. Thanks for uh, doing this. Maybe we'll have you back. i got more questions, but thanks for being with us. Thank you, Mark. Have a great day. All right, take care.